All right, it's Mike, and you're listening to Open Mic Radio, 9 o'clock on Friday mornings, and we're going to get things started here with a piece of music. I'll be back in just a few minutes. Yo, people, that's the way to get things going on a Friday morning. That's Spankin' Rufus to uh, wake you up this Friday. It's Mike. You're listening to Open Mic Radio on KOPN Columbia. We do this every Friday morning. Come on the air and play some good music for you and talk to some of the area's musicians and bands. And we're going to do that again this morning. Before we get going, though, we will say thank you to Mr. Mike Nolan, uh, the general manager of the Blue Note and Rose Music Hall. He was here last week, and we had a real fun talk and played some great tunes. And Mike and the gang doing great stuff down there at the Blue Note have been for some time, and uh, they're going to keep it going. 2019 is going to be a great year for music here in Columbia. Looks like an uh, ugly sort of winter day out there. We'll have to see what it brings. Weather looks a little sketchy, but we'll do the best we can with it. Got a good show planned this morning, though. We're going to talk with some friends here, play some good music, and... Uh, that's what we do here every Friday morning on Open Mic Radio. We'll also do a rundown of some of the things that are happening around town tonight and tomorrow. If you're in the area, swing by. Doors are open, 915 East Broadway. And uh, yeah, this morning my guests in the studio with me are Tom O'Connor and Travis Huff from Columbia's own mobile funk unit. MFU's in the house, that's right. And uh, we're going to play some music from them. And actually, we got some earlier stuff from a band called Spankin' Rufus that was recorded I'm not sure uh, 
when let me say hi first to uh to tom and travis hey guys hello mike thank you for having us here it is a joy and honor and two-thirds of a privilege to talk to you <laughs> two-third i get the other third over here <laughs> hi travis hey mike thanks a lot for having us hey i appreciate you guys coming down uh let's talk a little bit about uh the mobile funk unit and what it is and where it came from are you guys local guys originally oh yeah yeah we went to high school together mm-hmm. in the 80s and the Reagan administration and uh, been together ever since musically. Yep, played in John Patterson's uh, high school marching band together and concert band. Uh, made made good friends in music starting then. And where was that? Was that Rockbridge or is that Hickman? Uh, Hickman, yeah. At Hickman John was Rockbridge pa- even around then? Yeah, yeah it was oh, the yeah. posh school. They had air conditioning, and oh, planetarium, yeah. and all this posh kid. <laughs> oh, hold on, got to take a quick moment to say hello to our local. Uh, uh, waste management folks here in the alley they come by every friday about this time so hopefully they're listening good morning gentlemen and gentlewomen whoever's in there <laughs> running the trash compactor all right uh back to the mobile funk unit so music in your lives from uh, from way back were you guys in, involved in music as children or were your families involved in any of that pretty stuff? much you know they come through schools in the fourth grade and uh they kind of steer you into an instrument, and bang, you're in band, and yeah, then yeah. music is is there. You're toting your instrument around, and your parents hope you played a flute or a clarinet <laughs> instead of a cello or a tuba, and you know a lot of toting that around and seeing if you could ride your bike with it and that sort of thing. And then all of a sudden you're in uh, uh, the parking lot of Hickman High School, and you see a sign that says Hendrix on it with an X, and you think, oh, I'm kind of vaguely aware of that. Hendrix thing what's that and then you can't just google it you got to figure it out the hard way and then uh, and then you're you're hooked yeah long before the days of google huh mm-hmm. yeah and yeah, we're gonna sound like old guys in this interview really well, fast we all are <laughs> so i guess we'll just kind of have to show our true colors this, this morning so. that's all right the story's longer <laughs> that's right and better i think you know? yeah yeah it's juicy yeah the um uh the background you know before spotify and before all the streaming services and all that where you actually had to have the music on your actual person and actually own it or listen to it on a radio or something like that mm-hmm. you know those days seem to be seem to be kind of kind of behind us now a few years ago tom actually gave me his lp collection because he <laughs> had it all on 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 a drive i guess so is that right so i still have his albums and my own yeah i still spin vinyl from time to time well at least you got it on a drive i think a lot of the young people don't even they don't even have any of their own yeah. collection anymore yeah. you know they may have a an online collection but somebody else owns that and if, if they decide to shut it off it's gone you mm-hmm. know yeah i don't know why people would allow their world to be overtaken that way because especially now storage is so cheap right we're talking about terabytes mm-hmm. yeah now. for for very yeah, very little I, I i agree the uh I mean, I, I sort of appreciate the streaming service. It's cool. It's real handy and, and, and all that. But it also, you know, it, it kind of gets you hooked again more on the being online. You've got to have access to the Internet. If you don't have access to the Internet, you're not going to be able to listen to your music. And that's a nightmare scenario, you know, if uh, if, if you lose your web connection or whatever. Yeah. For me, I need my music. You've got to you know, be so. master of your own domain. You know it, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, so one of your earlier bands... Or, was called Spanking Rufus, and that band was around from what the late '80s to the mid '90s, yeah, something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. In fact, the first song that we played, and we'll play a couple more off this record, came from your first record that was actually uh, an album of the same name called Spanking Rufus. We heard a tune called The Spanking Fields to start things off, and we'll we'll hear a couple more from this along the way. But uh, so tell us a little bit about Spanking Rufus and how that eventually evolved into what you guys do now. You want to take that one, Travis? I'll start and you jump in. Okay. okay. Uh, we, about probably mid-college or so, uh, decided we wanted to try to do something in town. And uh, Jerry Wagner, uh, also a, a high school friend of ours, he actually went to the uh, the enemy, went to Rockbridge. Grade um, school friend of mine. I know Wagner since Grant School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's, he's awesome and a great uh, saxophone player. So we pulled him in, and we found a also we found a really great young drummer from St. Louis, Jerry Blaze, mm-hmm. um, and his uh, good friend from St. Louis, uh, Jeff Kuhn, joined us. So the five of us did I name all five? You yeah. and me and yeah. So the yeah. five of us. 
got things going, uh, wrote a few tunes, played some uh, funk covers, and uh, started playing like at the basement shattered uh where else did we play we kind of cut our teeth at park place hmm. which is now rose music hall yeah yeah um, i remember shattered too that was down there and it became the cherry street artisan app at yep. some point is that right mm-hmm. same yep. place right yep. Yep. now it's the craft beer cellar mm-hmm. it's a neat space down there yeah yeah all right and uh go on continue well it's a long story but it's, <laughs> that's kind of how it got started and it kind of morphed in different ways of different band members came in and, and left and came back um we had uh, mark uh, what was mark's last name? mark maher mark maher a, a fantastic trumpet player played with us for a while uh we pulled in jerry Deza, who became the uh, band uh lead singer and also another uh, phenomenal trumpet player in his own right. Hmm. Uh, but it, it kind of settled into, over the years, it kind of settled into uh, the six of us. Uh, Jeff Kuhn actually left, and we uh, got a, a young snapper, uh, Dave Schultz, uh, who was a <laughs> funk meister. Just a, he had the fattest thumb in the business. Playing and, bass. Playing mm-hmm. bass. Uh, so... The six of us kind of settled in, and that's when we started to record and right. tour full time. Well, yeah, I'm looking uh, at some of your old tour dates here. Uh, yeah. Let me let, let me run through a couple of these if you don't sure. mind. Yeah. All right, we've got uh, this. Was, looks like this was August of 1994, perhaps. I don't know. Uh, regardless, Deep Blues in Columbia, Missouri. Oh the, yeah. The Capitol Club in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. even remember that. The Buffalo Alice in Sioux City. Remember that well. Yeah, that um, was a good one. We had George's Majestic Lounge in Fayetteville, Arkansas. The Full Moon Cafe. That sounds like a cool place in Tulsa. Damn, you guys were all over the place. Liberty Drug. Now that's my kind of place. Norman, Oklahoma. <laughs> I didn't even know you could get drugs in Oklahoma. <laughs> The, uh, the Bottleneck in Lawrence, Kansas. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Bottleneck. That so was the, a you, great you, you recall some of these places? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Bottleneck is like the blue note of Lawrence, Kansas. Is that so right? That yeah. was the place there. Yeah. What's yeah. Lawrence? That That's K-State or is that KU. University yeah. of Kansas there? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Blue Note, Columbia, Missouri, August 26th. Was that the time that I grilled cheese sandwiches? <laughs> there was one time Travis had this grill on stage, and he was just making grilled cheese sandwiches during the show and kind of handing them out to people at the front of the stage. And That's a way to get, get a crowd. <laughs> yeah. I remember Jerry, the drummer, said something like, he said, I'm just just saying this as a point of reference, not advocating any behavior, but in the history of the Blue Note, no one has successfully thrown a grilled cheese sandwich from the stage into the balcony. <laughs> You need one of those balloon launchers like they use at the basketball games now or something. The place smelled great. (laughs) Well, damn. All right. Yeah. So you guys were all over the place and doing quite a bit. When did the band actually uh, kind of get together to begin with? Did you say? uh, 88, I guess. Yeah. 87, 88. fall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a good nine, ten years the band was Mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of the heyday of... uh, um, chump change in the street band and yeah. we'd be going to different clubs and there'd be a lot of live music going on and we were like youngsters just soaking it up and Travis was you know he was good enough to be playing with all those teams he, right. yeah, he was playing well tip of the hat to the guys from chump change right uh, they lost one of their uh, one of their members recently and just a guy who was a staple around town here Babe, yeah, yeah Babe, yeah, yeah, Babe was Babe is a huge loss for Columbia mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he was so great, and, so authentic. Uh, oh man, he was deal. one of the best out there. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I had the honor to play with Glenn Ward, uh, Bummer, the drummer of the Kansas City Street Band, and uh, I learned a lot from him, and I learned a lot from uh, a younger, another young saxophone player, um, Jeff Watkins. Hmm. Uh, Jeff played with Bummer for a couple of years and, and went on to uh, play with and be the band leader for James Brown for no 13 kidding. years. Yeah, he moved to Miami and, and met up with James Brown Band, and uh, he, he still plays to this day um, out of New Orleans with the New Orleans Suspects. Mm. Uh, but anyway, that, yeah, it was it was great to play with those guys. Be, to be able to play with, you know, a, a guy like Jeff and... Mm. And Bummer and uh, Babe and those guys are just phenomenal musicians. Yeah. You, just, you just can't do anything but learn <laughs> good things from yeah, those guys. I say it every week, but we've got such a talent pool around yeah. uh, this part of the country. And yeah. I think that uh, many people that aren't from around here probably don't know it, but there's a tremendous uh, 
little music scene going on here. And well, you know, you people. haven't introduced Tony yet, but yeah. Tony played with Bummer, and, and I've, I've played with Tony in different acts and different uh, setups, and, you know, Tony in his own right's a hell of a musician. You're not kidding. We'll take, take a minute here to say hello to Tony Lotvin uh, in the studio with us um, as well this morning. Tony dropped in because, and this is a good time to, to m- mention the show tonight, but uh, first we'll say hi to Tony. Hi. Good morning. How you doing, buddy? Good, good. What, uh, are you familiar with any of the guys that 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 they've been talking about? I'm, I'm pretty sure oh, yeah. you know Tom and Travis, but you're familiar well, with some of these older names? Well, I just met Tom. I haven't really known Tom. Okay. That's unbelievable. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I know. You can't know everybody, I guess. I just so. met Mike recently. <laughs> We've been hanging around the same gang for Everybody years. says, you don't know Mike? <laughs> <laughs> i got to meet this Mike guy. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. worth it. <laughs> yeah, Travis... Um, Travis played with me in the Dynamics, which was a band yeah, through the yeah. '90s until oh, yeah. uh, about 2003. Really, and we had a originally had a, it was a, a big band, nine-piece band, four-piece horn section, and um, we had a, a trombone player, John Grone, original trombone player mm-hmm. who um, suffered from a debilitating disease later on and and passed away, and. Um, Travis was one of the people that stepped up and and played with us after that in the horn section. All right. Incredible. All right. So uh, it's a family affair here, pretty much. We got a bunch of folks around town, and everybody is. It's one of the things that makes the music scene so great is that there's so much collaboration and so much really camaraderie. In, in the scene overall. I see it all the time. And I'm even seeing it now in the, in the younger bands that are that are coming up now. Uh, you know, Hickman has uh, an organization they call the Hickman Academy of Rock. And there are three or four bands that I could name, you know, that are coming up 16, 17, 15-year-old kids, and they're just making great music already. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and I love it. So, Tony, well, you're familiar? Absolutely. My son was uh, uh, actually Phil Overeem, who mm. taught over there, sure. really got that going. And the, the guys that are running that now are all uh, friends of my son. They all hung out in my garage out in the country when they were younger, mm. pre-teens and teens and high school. And and we had garage bands going constantly, and now they're running the shows. Yeah. Well, they're Putting doing- in the studios, it's pretty amazing mm-hmm. to see. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're doing a hell of a job. So hats off to all you, all, all of the local people and the musician, uh, local musicians that are in the scene. You guys and girls are all part of a really cool thing. That includes you guys, obviously. So the Academy of Rock—that would have been good times. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're connected to another thing they call Darkroom Records, right? Well, that grew out of the Academy of Rock, right? Right. Because I got the opportunity and some money to to put studios in. Of mm-hmm. course, things changed over the years too in terms of the availability of digital workstations so right right all right so uh anyway let's talk a little bit about tonight at the blue note we have we've got uh the funk fest right it That's looks right. like tonight, yeah. yeah this second is, annual, I believe. The second annual, and this is part of uh, of the MoFest 2019 that the Blue Note and Rose have been sponsoring. This is the third and final weekend. Um, if you remember, if you were listening to the show last week, we had Mike Nolan on from the Blue Note, and we talked about MoFest, and this is the second year that they've done it, but just a, a three-week sort of blowout with all kinds of great music from all kinds of different angles, different genres. And tonight and tomorrow, we're going to kind of wrap that up. So we have the Missouri Funk Fest tonight at the Blue Note, and that's going to include uh, both uh, Travis and Tom here and their gang, the, the Mobile Funk Unit, and then um, uh, the Fried Crawdaddies with uh, Tony and his gang are going to be playing there as well. Right, Tony? That's correct. All right. You guys looking forward to that? Yeah. Very oh, yeah. much so. That's going to be yeah. a fun night. And let's yeah. see, we also have the Funky Butt the funky butt brass band i guess they must be uh from st louis are they from st louis yeah they're a good act they come to town quite often to play and uh yeah they're they're totally worthy they're they're a lot of fun all (laughs) all three acts are going to be really fun all right well cool you got that i think it kicks off at what you guys start playing at 8 30 8 30 yeah yeah all right. So it's the crawdaddies at 8 30 and then we go on uh 9 45 and then funky butt finishes it up all right, right on. Okay, so it looks like doors at 7.30, show about 8.30. The Fried Crawdaddies, the Mobile Funk Unit, and the Funky Butt Brass Band. Catch that one tonight. That's going to be a lot of fun. Let's take a minute to uh, play some music here, since that's what we do. And I'm going to play another one from Spankin' Rufus. This is one that actually got a little bit of fanfare. It was called Jane Stop the Crazy Thing, or uh, Stop This Crazy Thing. Can you tell us a little bit about that song? Well, the name came from the Jetsons, you know, in the beginning <laughs> of the Jetsons, where he's running right. on that treadmill. Um, yeah. I think that was kind of the first part of the whole thing. And um, 
I just had these. The only thing, the th- thing I love about the song is the walking bass. Uh, Jeff Kuhn put this walking bass line together on it that is just so fluid. Um, the lyrics are really cool, but the, I think the bass line makes the song. All right. And so. All right, we're going to find out. Uh, once again, this is Jane. Stop this crazy thing. It's Spankin' Rufus. You're listening to it here on Open Mic Radio, KOPN Columbia, 89.5 FM. I've got the guys, or a couple of the guys from Mobile Funk Unit here in the house with me, and also Tony Lotvin from the Cried, the cried Fraud Eddies. How about that? Uh, the, fried, the Fried Crowd Eddies. We'll be back with these guys in just a few minutes. In the meantime, once again, Mobile Funk, or I'm sorry, Spankin' Rufus. All right, there's another one from Spankin' Rufus. It's a great song. That one's called Jane Stop This Crazy Thing. Awesome stuff, you guys. Thank you. When's the Thanks. band getting back together? As soon as our $4 million Kickstarter campaign gets to its <laughs> goal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, we're not going to hold our breath for that one, but we'd love to see it. We tried we, it last year. <laughs> we tried it last year. Our, our lead singer's in Miami, and our drummer's in uh, south of Seattle. So, mm. you know... It's hard hard to get him back, yeah, back yeah, here. That's tough. All right. Okay, well, we had to ask, all right? So, All right, great stuff there from Spank and Rufus. And we've got uh, sort of the, uh, the the most recent incarnation of some of the guys from Spank and Rufus. The band is called the Mobile Funk Unit. They will be playing tonight at the Missouri... Um, 
Blue Note. At the Blue Note, I guess, uh, for the Missouri Funk Fest. It's the oh. second annual, and they'll be playing with Fried Crawd Eddies and the Funky Butt Brass Band. That's tonight. Doors at 7.30, and music starting around 8.30 or so. Tony, you got anything special? What have the Crawd uh, Eddies got planned for tonight? Well, we, we put together a set of funk. I mean, we, you know, we're... We're not a genre band. We play whatever we want to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, so we pulled some things out that we've done before and actually went back to the originals and spiced them up. So we, we've got... Uh, We've got a couple of uh, meters, uh, Neville Brothers tunes, and a little New Orleans funk. Awesome. We've got um, um, a song called "Traveling Man" by Albert King off his "You huh. Want to Get Funky" album from the seventies. Nice. And we've done that before. We just jammed it. We actually learned it this time. <laughs> and then uh, a couple of Stevie Wonder songs. Nice. And uh, I've got a funk song that I wrote that we've been playing at First Friday the last few months and so we're going to close the set out with that it's uh, called new day is coming yeah i and, think you and uh, i played that yeah, when, when played, you were um, here with me the demo i did in the studio on yeah that one. i remember it and then uh let's see what else we got um uh remember what else is that? i'm anyway, just hoping that, i'm hoping that you're not playing uh, maceo parker's southwick no we're Good. not we're not because we are you know we, fi- <laughs> yeah. we figured everybody else is going to do a lot of horn to yeah. instrumentals so we've got all vocals uh, we're doing an average white band tune. We're doing work to do. Oh, we right worked on. up work to do. And uh, what's the makeup of your band tonight? It's it's a regular six piece. Uh, myself and uh, John Diagostino on keys and vocals, and Alan Lashbaugh on bass, and Jimmy Culbertson on drums, and uh, Pete, Pete Skolka and Sean Hannes- Hennessy both right. on guitar. Okay. Yeah. And uh, for MFU, what's the makeup of the band tonight for you guys? It's a. Uh, it can the MFU can be somewhere between seven and twelve band members. <laughs> uh, I keep recruiting, and people are a lot of interest in you know wanting to do some projects with us. So tonight, I think we've got eleven of us, ten oh or eleven God, of incredible. us. Incredible! So, All right, um, I won't go through the whole list, but uh, Tom right. and I, uh, Jerry Wagner's in the band from sure. Spank and Rufus, um, uh, Mike Gill on sousaphone, a uh, hard worker there. The sousaphone, yeah, yeah, and, gotta love uh, it. A few uh, Dr. Sousaphone. A couple guys that I played an oversight committee with. Oversight uh, just uh, sure. Jeff Jeff Mueller and yeah. Uh, Jeff Mueller just moved to uh, New, New York. York. Yeah, he's uh, making making big bass making, guitars now. Yeah, so he and Ruth are gone, and so we're going to miss playing oversight committee music for That's a while. That's a shame. Uh, they're both remarkable people and super Ooh, talented. Jeff's yeah. an amazing guy. Yeah, yeah and Ruth is just remarkable too. We, so. I can only hope that he'll you know hone his skills and bring him back here to Columbia. I have a feeling, you know, Ruth's involved in a lot of stuff here as well. Mm-hmm. She is the, you know, she performs on on her own as a harpist and Jeff accompanies her a lot doing that, but she's also the front woman for a band called the Royal Furs. Yeah. Which is real popular yeah. around here and they're going to they're going to miss Ruth for sure. I'm not sure if the Furs are going to revamp and get a new singer or if they're going to try to work things out with Ruth while she's on the road, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So So anyway, Bob Haig is another uh, alto sax player that plays for MFU. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bob and Jeff um, and Brian King, a, a percussionist in town, phenomenal player. They wrote a song called uh, "Strictly Rockers," and that's a that's an original funk tune. That we'll, we're going to be, I think, wrapping our show up with tonight. So, right, uh, cool, yeah. But we won't be mobile tonight, so that's kind of our superpower is our mobility. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we keep we keep getting roped into these gigs where we have to stand still. So, <laughs> well, people may may be familiar with you. They may have seen you marching around during the Roots and Blues Festival this last year. Mm-hmm. And maybe you could talk a little bit about that experience. That was a blast. I had a great time, and I saw you guys down there and a lot of other great stuff as well. Yeah, never stop moving was what I learned from the Roots and Blues thing, because mm-hmm. it's like you're always brand new, and, it, and you, you come across the most excited people, and just all of a sudden, <laughs> oh, this, yeah. we're just standing there, and all of a sudden these nine dudes with four saxophones and three brass <laughs> instruments came through playing some funk and well the beauty of it too is it's kind of like a takeover because you know you've got a, a band on stage like the crawdaddies or somebody that's already got a crowd of a thousand or more right. and you get to just kind of walk in and you know it's, they're not really our crowd but they become our crowd right you just grab a chunk of whoever's there right? <laughs> like yeah. a pirate yeah. ship of yeah. <laughs> well what's the dynamic of doing that while you're moving I mean there are some electrified instruments I how do you do that well, I built a fully mobile guitar rig, what? and one of the miracles of modern technology is these Class D 
power amps, which don't take too much power, and they're the size of a deck of cards, and they're whomping. So I took a couple of six and a half inch guitar speakers and made a little belt, oh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, just belted them on and and bolted them to this. Uh, belt so I got a pair of those and then one of these little amps and then I got this lithium battery that goes for days and <laughs> a little uh, guitar preamp kind of tone thing that sounds quite decent and then uh hat with a solar panel there you go say, don't forget about the hat that's yeah. right that's that's what tops it all off no pun intended mm -hmm. so you're actually a solar powered guitar action walking around with the mfu yeah yeah <laughs> it really makes it it sounds really cool that's yeah. incredible yeah and there's a little percussion as well along with the uh with, with the horns usually two or three percussionists are with us uh you know that we, we we try to recruit as many uh cowbell and tambourine players as well um david heisey and his wife his wife comes and plays cowbell with us quite often she's a good <laughs> you never have enough cowbell well. right mm -hmm. you can't <laughs> especially in funk that's right that's right as long as you know where to put it um but yeah you know the mobile funk unit uh was a concept of mine that i okay so back up for years when i lived in portland oregon and i saw this band called uh, the supersonic soul pimps <laughs> cool. at a show they were they were doing a two-set show in between sets we were just kind of hanging around waiting for the next show to begin right. and um this band just kind of showed up out of nowhere this mobile band and this was like you know 20 years ago when i saw this and i was like i'm gonna build a band like that someday <laughs> nice and finally it started and last year yeah <laughs> incredible our, our first uh, gig was at the true false uh Parade yeah. last year. We're we're, we're going to get in on that again to this year, awesome. and that's where we really shine. When we're mobile and we can move, and it's just uh, it's a lot of fun. All right. Well, look, we're going to take another break here. I'm going to play one from the Crawdaddies, I think, and then we'll come back and talk a little bit more. We've got about 30 minutes to go in the program here. It's Mike. You're listening to Open Mic Radio on KOPN Columbia. My guests are Travis Huff, Tom O'Connor. Tony Lotvin, and we're having a good conversation, a lot of fun this morning, and there's going to be some great music happening tonight down at the Blue Note. You've got the Missouri Funk Fest happening, doors at 7.30, music starting at about 8 o'clock with the Crawdaddies, and you got the Mobile Funk Unit happening after that, and wrapping things up tonight will be the Funky Butt Brass Band, so check that out if you're into the funk. It's going to be a good time, and in the meantime, we'll hear one from the Crawdaddies here. This one is called, I don't know if it's funky or not, but I like it anyway. This one's called uh, Gotta Tell Somebody. Tell somebody how good I feel tonight I gotta tell somebody I'm finally feeling right I gotta tell somebody how I learned to dance I gotta tell somebody I'm feeling good at last I gotta rock and roll Sure, I want to find some sweet thing I can hold I gotta tell somebody before my love explodes Gotta tell somebody how good I feel tonight Tell somebody I'm finally feeling right Gotta tell somebody how I learned to dance Gotta tell somebody I'm feeling good at last I wanna rock and roll, do the show, yeah Come on pretty baby, let's go, go, go I gotta tell somebody before my love explodes I feel good, I feel good, I feel good, yeah, I feel good Oh, I feel good, oh, I feel good, feel good, feel good, 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 good. I feel good, 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 I feel good, 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 I feel good, 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 good.
good I feel tonight mm, Gotta tell somebody for too long I've been quiet Ooh, Gotta tell somebody how I shook my mood mm, Gotta tell somebody that matters will be I wanna rock and roll so come on, pretty baby, let's go, go, go I gotta tell somebody, I gotta let them know I feel good, feel good, yeah, I feel good Oh, I feel good, ooh, I feel good, feel good, feel good, 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 good I feel good, 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 I feel good one from the fried crawdaddies you can catch them tonight along with the mobile funk unit and the big dirty brass butt band or whatever they are <laughs> i don't have it in front of me but it's going to be great funky music tonight at the blue note and uh yeah it's about 9 35 this morning on open mic radio you know i'm talking to tom o'connor and and travis huff from mfu and also tony lotvin from the crawdaddies but i'm looking at at an old uh I can't believe you guys did this. It's called the Rufus News and World Report. It's like a newsletter that you did a whole series of them. It looks like there was one that came out every month for a, a while, and the stories about the band and a lot of fun as well. Yeah, that's what you had to do back in the day. We didn't have Twitter. We didn't have websites. We didn't even have email, really. You know, we started touring around around 1990. Very few, if anybody, had an email address at all. Right. So, yeah. yeah, it was all mailing lists and 29 cent stamps. Like real mailing lists. And going to Kinko's and cutting and pasting and writing dumb little stories that we'd make up. And, well, this and, is uh, incredible. Sending out our schedule. Let me let me give my listeners a, an example of some of the stuff here in the Rufus News and World Report. This is from uh, May and June of 1993. Um, among other things, there are a couple articles here. There's the Rufus Review. Uh, talking about the bottling of wines of life tour and but here's an interesting story it's called Bachwash is the headline and I'll just read a clip here uh, Spankin Rufus visits the Shiner Bach Brewery and the drummer drains the storage vat that's the headline <laughs> <laughs> and so it's sort of a combination of uh, music news and Mad Magazine or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway that's amazing yeah you had to be creative back then like you say we really didn't have uh, anything like today social media and the ability to send music and data and information mm -hmm. just across the world at the push of a button it's crazy you know and it was a crowded field back then and now it i can imagine it's even more crowded i mean it's easier to get on social media and and broadcast your stuff but uh that means that more people are doing it and it just becomes such a noisy place out there oh i mean to the point where there's so much going on that you re you really can't even know other than a certain section of it. I think almost mm -hmm. there are some people I guess that are very sort of savant like <laughs> and just have a grasp of you know a lot a lot of different uh, different things. Kevin Walsh is a lot like that. I don't know if you if you know Kevin. I'm sure you do, Tony. Oh yeah. Uh, he's been doing radio here for years and he's been involved in the music scene for a long time. He knows. It's remarkable what the guy knows about music. I'm, yeah, I always—he's my go-to guy. If I got a question, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll I'll ask Kevin. But, but really, like you say, Tom, there's so much now, and it's a just a balkanization of uh, music. You know, it's just splintered, and there's so much going on. So I guess you got to know what you like. Yeah. Yep. So we didn't have to. We just had to do our little thing 20 years ago. Make up little stories and get a bulk mail permit. It's easy to make up. <laughs> 
it, Tom's a really gifted writer, but it's it was, he had some great fodder to write about because when you got six guys living in a school bus, literally living that, living out of a school bus, really or, true. Oh yeah, pretty close. Yeah, huh. yeah. We bought a school bus and gutted it and turned it into an apartment. Basically, <laughs> it was a mm-hmm. it was a mobile apartment. Yeah, that's incredible. Where, did you have a place that you normally would keep it? Would you park it? Did you have like a? That's my, a good my question. Place, my landlord was driving twenty four hours a day. You never stopped. Him. When we came to Columbia to get a little rest and do some laundry, we used to park it. My landlord it was at my apartment, and my landlord was not happy. And then when I moved out, uh, I think we parked it in front of Tom's house or your yeah, parents' for a house while for there. a while. Mm-hmm. It was an eyesore. It was. Uh, yeah, it's why it's important that a funk rock and roll band keep moving like the mobile funk unit you, you wear out your welcome if you stay too long so we would we'd move the bus around like an mx missile to make it. <laughs> they were always looking for you uh, it was before febreze too so it yeah. really smelled great oh yeah we would literally We're, leave it on the street like between people's homes and just just kind of it would just be there and nobody within blocks yeah. would know what the hell it was about it's a whole whole nother uh, definition of the word funk and it was pretty yeah, conspicuous because we painted it up red and rastafarian colors and all mm-hmm. that nice and all kinds of different smells coming out of the bus yeah yeah right? <laughs> <laughs> gotta cover up the funk uh, all right hey uh i would like to ask you guys a favor i have been um having my guests if they are kind enough to read a psa for me on the air uh for sure. the last few weeks and there's a couple of them we'll have travis start there's nothing fancy you can read it any way you like, you can use uh, any voice or just do it straight away uh, the way you normally would. But you can you can do it any way you like. But it kind of makes it fun for me, and I don't have to do it. And uh, and you guys can can have fun with them. So, all right, here you go, Travis. All you okay? Como Shorts presents its inaugural Mid Missouri Filmmaker Showcase Friday, January twenty fifth through Sunday, January twenty seventh at the Fretboard Coffee in downtown Columbia. The showcase provides a unique space for eight local filmmakers to screen their most promising short films. The Friday and Saturday screenings will start at 6.30 p.m., and the Sunday screenings will start at 1.30 p.m. Live music will precede each showcase. Tickets for Como Shorts are available online or at the door. For more information, visit comoshorts.com. All right. Thank you, sir. Yeah. How about you, Thomas? Emergency need for blood. Ah, Sunday, January... Oh, I don't read that part. (laughs) Because of heavy snows and canceled drives, the American Red Cross has an emergency need for blood. Newman Center's Winter Blood Drive is Sunday, January 27th, from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. up in the multi-purpose room. All who are healthy and able are invited to stop by and donate blood. Newman is located at 602 Turner Avenue, with free Sunday parking in the Turner Garage across the street. All right, there you go. Thank you, gentlemen. I think I lost some blood out there shoveling some snow this week. <laughs> Tony needs some blood, too. You can just come down into the station and you can give it to him. We'll figure out a way. <laughs> Somebody here's got a syringe. Oh, better not say that. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm digressing here. So I would like to uh, run through a couple of things that are happening this weekend at some of the other venues like we do. We know tonight we have the Missouri Funk Fest at the Blue Note. And you guys are welcome to chime in because a lot of times I run across music that I don't know about and maybe you guys will know something about the bands that I'm going to mention. Um, so we talked about the Funk Fest. That's tonight at the Blue Note. Uh, Door 7.30, show at 8.30. Tomorrow night at the Blue Note, the uh, uh, MoFest continues. We have the Missouri Country Fest tomorrow night. We have a couple of bands. Murphy's Ford, Porter Union, Hallie Kearns, and Dirt Road Addiction. I gotta say, I love the name Dirt Road Addiction. That's my <laughs> that's my new favorite country band. Unless they really suck, I'm gonna check them out. All right, great name. I like that. Uh, then you got the Chiefs are gonna be playing football on Sunday. Big game, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, it looks like the Blue Note is having a special thing going on Sunday as well. Um, they're gonna have the AFC Championship game there. Um, uh, sort of a Chiefs watch party. It looks like that's going to be happening Sunday evening. And the doors are at 5 o'clock. I think the game's maybe 6.30 or something like that. Is that yep. sound right? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. That's going to be great. Great weekend. Uh, Rose Music Hall. There is the Missouri Emo Fest is happening as well tonight. So if you're into the uh, emotional young stuff, you can check that out. There's a bunch of young bands actually that are playing tonight at Rose. Young Medicine, Mock Love, The Astounds, The Adaptation, and Wasting Daylight. A number of those bands come out of that Hickman Academy of Rock 
that I was mat- that I was mentioning. Cool. So, so that's tonight at Rose. Tomorrow night we have the Missouri Reggae Fest. That'll be a lot of fun too. Crate to Crate Sound, the Driftways, Tree One Four, and Aaron Cam and the One Drops. Going to be a great night of music tomorrow night at Rose and at the Blue Note. Uh, let's see. How about the Roachport General Store? If you're out west tonight, Thresher's Union. Familiar? Anybody? No. The Thresher's Union. I'm not not not. Not sure I've ever heard of them before. At any rate, they'll be playing tonight at the Roachport General Store. And let's see if we have anything at Berlin. Cafe Berlin tonight. Cowgirl Jordy, Witch Kicker, Cecil, and the Bird Watchers. Now, it's not Cecil and the Bird Watchers. It's two different bands. So. Okay. Yeah. Although they might consider getting together. Who knows? Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's a merger that's meant to be. Yeah. It sounds like it, doesn't it? <laughs> anyway. All right. So that, uh, that's sort of the, uh, the stuff that's obvious that's happening tonight and tomorrow. And certainly on my radar is the Missouri Funk Fest happening tonight at Rose Music Hall. Once again, my guests in the studio are a couple of guys from the Mobile Funk Unit. And we've got Tony Lachman here from the Fried Crawdaddies as well. We fun. I'm glad you guys came down this morning. My pleasure. Thank yeah, you. What, what else we uh, What else we got coming up? Uh, I, I was going to ask about songwriting. You said that Tom does a lot of the writing. Uh, mobile Funk Unit. No, Tom did a at least fifty percent of Rufus's tunes I and a lot of great lyric writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I did quite a bit of the Rufus uh, writing as well. Mobile Funk Unit does mostly covers at this point, although I'm cooking up a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Um, mobile Funk Unit's trying to do. Trying, I'm trying to turn some newer uh, generation songs into more of a horn band uh, type sound. Uh, there's a Sia t- tune that I'm charting right now for Mobile Funk Unit. Oh, huh, cool. As well as a, uh, there's an album out there by St. Vincent and David Byrne. I love David Byrne. Those guys are great. And yeah. St. Vincent, she's amazing. Um, they wrote a song together that's, got, that's pretty horn heavy that I've charted for, for the band. All right. All right. Well, look, um, I want to I want to get at least one more song in before the end of the program. So the song called Blitzkrieg Lover, I just love the name of it. So I haven't <laughs> heard it, but we're going to hear one more from uh, Spankin' Rufus. Then we'll come back. We'll have about five or six, seven minutes, and we can wrap things up with these guys. We'll hear one more from uh, from the old record on the way out. And, uh, and then we'll come... Uh, We'll come to the 10 o'clock hour where we'll have Miss Diana Moxon will be on the radio with Speaking of the Arts. And Diana is sitting here in the corner, been uh, observing and listening and laughing to the whole program here. <laughs> she is the uh, partner spouse of Tom O'Connor. I'm not sure how, I don't want to say you're his wife, but she'll whack me or something, I have a feeling. But anyway, anyway uh, Diana Moxon and Tom O'Connor have been a power couple around here in Columbia for quite some time and they're both awesome people and Diana does this great program called Speaking of the Arts which is on at 10 o'clock and uh, so you can stick around for that program as well okay all right it's Mike you're listening to Open Mic Radio on KOPN Columbia and this is a song called Blitzkrieg Lover I love it back in a few minutes
wheels in motion. I got my toys, I got my lotion. Hear me coming, girls beware. Your two Schneider is in the air. Nobody knows. Deliver faster than dominoes. Libby the torpedo here at last. I couple with a rubber when I move this way. Day. Later, baby, just can't stop. You blue freak lovers got some bombs to drop. Blitzkrieg Lover, you're listening to it here. Smacking Rufus on Open Mic Radio, KOPN Columbia. Timeless stuff, I love it. I haven't heard it in literally, I think it's been 20 years since I've I'm, heard that. I'm not kidding you guys, that's a great record. Yeah, <laughs> really excellent stuff. All right, so uh, Tom O'Connor, Travis Huff, and we got Tony Lockman here. I would like to take a few minutes to talk about what you guys do when you're not playing music. Tom, you have a very interesting sort of profession. Maybe you could tell people a little bit about what you do. I am really into solar panels and renewable energy and uh, helping people get solar panels on roofs and I just did a large commercial job the biggest one we've ever done and and we have kind of a you know humble little group it's basically me and two other guys that are mm -hmm. just really into solar and uh, one guy has a lot of experience on roofs and that sort of thing and he must be John Hooker you're it's talking John about John Hooker yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he is he is worth his weight in gold and then some platinum on the side he is just so knowledgeable <laughs> and and uh great with everything he touches what so, do you what do you call your uh, your gang uh historically i'd called it h2oc engineering when i was doing more consulting work in uh, drinking water and water quality and treatment mm -hmm. and then i got more interested in renewable energy never really changed the name of the company so i haven't done any kind of like slick marketing or branding <laughs> and but basically projects have been coming in at about the right pace mm -hmm. so um i haven't really had a chance to have a slick solar specific logo and right. the corporate look but uh, it's been just rolling along at the it'll be flashy when he when he comes up with something uh -huh. flashy get it uh -huh. hey hey there you go <laughs> may i ask you a, a just a general question about solar energy and and the technology that you're using these days mm -hmm. what, what's the level of the technology as far as advancement you know everything it seems like in the last 20 years has gone uh, ballistic with regard to technology has the same thing happened with solar everybody thinks that yeah it's going to be leaps and bounds but right. it, it's it's kind of a gradual it's been established for really quite a long time sure. i mean we've got the viking uh spaceships have been out there since the 70s with solar panels on them um but the the panels do get better slowly uh overall this the the electronics actually the uh, inverters converting it from dc to ac have gotten a lot uh better and cheaper so um it's been established for a long time. Uh, prices have, yes, come down, but the technology has been solid for, for a decade or more. Okay. So there's lots of good options for uh, getting solar systems up, up and cheap. And that has huge implications for the, the global 
situation. Energy, money, power structure. Yeah. It's like the democratization mm. of energy. Yeah. So people can produce their own. Produce their it's own. It's like a you know local music, local anything, local mm. food. It's uh, local energy. So right. I guess my love for all these things local it's like having your own local drive with your music on it rather than the cloud that's right so right. right now energy is in the cloud we don't know where it comes from and it's like oh well we could have our own energy that we make ourselves i would love it or trade with our neighbors and that sort of thing so oh. the localization and democratization of energy is what i work in very cool very cool. I love it. All right. And uh, Travis, you're an audiophile of sorts. You know a lot about audio equipment and you're in that business? Yeah. I, would, I call myself more of an audio enthusiast than okay. an audiophile. Uh -huh. um, but, uh, you know, having a huge passion for music, uh, I've, I found the industry of, of uh, audio probably, I don't know, 16 or 17 years ago. I mean, maybe not quite that much. Uh, I opened a store in Columbia called Pure Audio mm -hmm. with uh, my good friend Sam Jones. And uh, we did a lot of uh, system design, uh, low voltage wiring in homes, uh, but a lot of uh, two channel and surround sound and so forth. Real um, high end stuff. Yeah, we liked to do high end, but you know, in practical terms, you know, everyone's got a budget to work it within. So right, right. a lot of mid-fi, but uh, just, you know, with the passion for music, it's, it was a, a way for me to still stay close to uh, listening and, you know, and so forth. So um, who are the go-to guys in Columbia for, for sort of uh, high-end home audio is it dnm are there still those guys yeah or? well dnm has been around since gosh i used to walk into dnm and after school and high school i used to love to go in that and, store and, uh, yeah yeah they're doing really well um i sold pure audio to judd lafriends uh six years ago and he's running it now uh running a really good operation so right, i would say great. pure audio and dnm are the are the go-to's in columbia um i was hired by a, a Interna international manufacturer that uh, NAD Electronics. Mm -hmm. uh, if, if, uh, they've been around for about forty-seven years, and uh, PSB speakers, uh, Paul Barton Design speakers, mm. and so I'm I'm a regional sales guy now. I, I do a lot of traveling and uh, do a lot of training and a lot of music listening. So it's fun. Awesome. I really enjoy it. All right. Well, that is going to about wrap it up for us, you guys. We got about five minutes left. I'm going to play one one more song from Spanking Rufus on the way out, but. Thanks for coming down. It's been a pleasure talking with you. It has been a thrill. It's been really fun to stampede down memory lane. And, yeah, and, let's uh, do another hour. I want to. <laughs> well, I, I don't think Diana will care. We'll just, yeah. we'll just tell her she can make it up next week. You know, yeah. or something Hijack like that. her show. <laughs> That's right. Let's give you her know, a mic and get it. her in the mix. Yeah. <laughs> but thank right. you, Mike. Thank you again, both of you guys. And Tony, thank you as thank well. Thank you. And uh, everybody out there, appreciate you guys listening. And uh, come on back next week. I'll have local country and western band called the Comancheros. And. Uh, there are rock and rollers as well. So it's going to be a fun show next week. In the meantime, tonight you've got great music happening around town, including the Missouri Funk Fest, which happens tonight at the Blue Note. Doors at 7.30. show starts around 8.30. You'll have the Fried Crawdaddies, MFU, the Mobile Funk Unit, the guys that have been with me this morning, and uh, the Funky Butt Brass Band wrapping things up. And I uh, hope you all have a great weekend. Thank you. All right. Take care, everybody. Yeah, it's Mike. You've been listening to Open Mic Radio on KOPN Columbia. Let's get things out of here with one more from Spankin' Rufus. This is called, uh, it's called Be Cool, appropriately.
One day I'm sure I'll find I just can't do it anymore I'm just so sick of all this shit I got a short fuse and it is there Thinking to what I hear and what I see They've got a way They want me to Serious, you've got to be cool. 